Hey there, boys, girls. Welcome back, 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 back for real. Uh, episode of Hollow Weekly. Nick and George here. We have a great episode. We well, listen. We're so energized mainly because we took a, a staycation from the show for like a month. <laughs> we did. Sorry, and thank you for everyone's patience for hanging in because we had started another podcast and it was a little more labor intensive. Than yeah, we started another podcast, comedy and a company. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so he's, you're doing stand-up comedy. We, there's a lot going on. I like everyone's lives, just like you guys. It blew up so. like really fast. So we were like, well, what can we kind of keep on the way? To be fair though, we did do lives. We did do live we, streams. Yeah. We weren't. And if you're not in the Facebook group, please join because we do weekly lives with the community, which are really, really Well, the really Facebook fun. groups, what made us get, get a, we went out to this <laughs> shitty Mexican restaurant. We were like, all right, let's do an episode. Because someone was like, just found the podcast. And we're like, oh shit. We're letting people down. We let's need to like this. talk about it more in the group and like <laughs> right. let them know what's up. Because some people were like, um, what podcast? I'm like, man, we got like a hundred episodes. I know, right? Yeah, come on. Yeah, we got even, so, maybe even more than that. We got a hundred, dude. In but the we bank. are back, and thanks for hanging in. This episode, we're going to be talking about Ready or Not, um, which is the. I just realized the title is sort of like appropriate for our hiatus that we took. We were, we were not ready or not for this. And we also have something really fun. I just want to get it up front for the listeners so they know that it's coming because I'm excited about it. We decided to do in 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 aforementioned Facebook group every year. Nick does some really cool stuff. He always builds a Halloween playlist with the group, so everyone contributes songs. And then we Dude, kind I was of gonna, like build a I list. I was gonna make that list. Yeah, so you, uh, yeah, totally. I was going to. I'm gonna make it. Like no, 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 sure. no. You understand. So many people answered. Yeah, I know. I, I, I did. I, I started. I, I figured I'd take like the first thirty. Comments I started scrolling through it, dude. It got up to like five hundred, and I was like, oh Jesus! Like the commitment was so big. <laughs> That I physically couldn't show up. I'll, to do I'll it. just take some and then start it out. It'll be Halloween before we listen to all the songs. That's, <laughs> That's true. So, but here's the, the what I was excited about was because in the spirit of that, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do our Halloween. So I think of it like this. I think of it as the night before Halloween and the day of Halloween watch list. Because I don't actually watch movies with, during the trick-or-treating, obviously. I hand out candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, like, but, you but gotta the, be in the moment. But the, the 24-hour period before Halloween night fall, right? You just want to watch a bunch of good horror or do like whatever. So we're going to build our horror watch list. But what we're going to do is we're only going to use movies from the last five years. Right. Because it would like the musical. Yeah. Because everyone knows what the watch list would be. If you included everything, it would be like Carpenter's Halloween and exorcist. exorcist and like, you're right. So, but are there any movies worthy? Can you build a viable watch list? Out Cause of that's pretty hard. Most people don't consider years. anything from the last five years. Halloween were like, like, right. Even if they really like the movie, like hereditary or something, they, they, it's, it's still, I'm not sure it feels like something you would watch on a Halloween. The last like undisputed Halloween masterpiece was probably trick or treat. Right. Yeah. Like something that comes up every year. Right. Yeah. That's definitely right. But this was, so I would think we got some good uh, options here and then we're going to want to hear your guys answers after you're done with the episode. So drop it in a review. Drop it in a review. Five star review. If it's four, that's fine. Three, probably don't post it. Well, they haven't heard our choices yet. So we don't know how many stars they're going to give it. They're good choices. Just totally fine. They're good choices. Here's what I'll do. I'll guarantee (laughs) there's not one movie Oh, you haven't seen. I've changed some of my lists. There there are. I have some. But I feel like I've covered broad. Your list is good, but my list as I guarantee there's not one person who will listen to this episode and not agree with at least one of these choices. at least, yeah, well, your choices are solid, but so we have we have five choices each, so there's ten choices all together, right? 
So uh, all I know is that there's six guaranteed good ones in here. Do we want to start? Five of yours. Should we start with this list, or should we start with Ready or Not? Let's start with Ready or Not because it's not going to take long. Because we just saw this, so we're fresh. We didn't even have a lot of time to think about it. It's first impressions. We saw it at an IPIC because Nick's house lost power. It's 140 degrees. It got so hot here, right? And then then I had a nightmare about Michael Myers last night, so I was like burning up. Uh, it was really weird, but like he was like chasing us, but like he wasn't killing anyone, so it was just kind of intimidating. He was chasing you with a fan. He was trying to help God. you. God. So, so we went to we took the girls and went to IPIC, uh, which not only has Los Angeles's most amazing air conditioning, Dude, but is cold. also like fifty feet underground apparently. So it was about perfect. Yeah, we went to the one in Pasadenas. Perfect venue for this, but Ready or Not was surprisingly good. I really, really enjoyed this. Movie. Out of the gate, dude, this movie was great, and everyone, every usually when we see a horror film like you, me, Jenny, and Alex, not no one's ever one hundred percent. Yeah, in fact, I think the last time it happened was Scary Stories, but that might be the only time it's ever happened. Right, <laughs> so like right. we got like two of them in a row, <laughs> right. which is kind of wild. Right. Uh, everyone was just talking about how great this movie was. No, I think was. it happened in Quiet Place. Did we take them this year? No, nah, it was just you and me. Oh, okay. It was just a mandate. All right, never mind. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, it was good to see. Now, let's get this out of the way right away, right? Because I, I even I felt the tingle on the back of my neck while I was sitting through it. And I will admit that it's I don't I hate the it's not horror argument so I don't want to I don't want to go down this fucking rabbit hole but but we're going to but no no we're not no 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 we're not going to but I just want let's acknowledge it right out of the out of the gate right it's a horror comedy okay yeah yeah, so, yeah. there's so, a lot of funny stuff yeah it's there. it's so this is like a Tucker Dale zombie land Shaun of Dead. I would say it's uh, it's I would say it's a skosh n- not as close as Tucker Dale like Tucker Dale is very silly this was very silly but it took itself very seriously yeah yeah this is well yeah this is scarier and it has supernatural elements which tucker yeah. did, did not <laughs> definitely, <right>? supernatural. <laughs> definitely supernatural <laughs> so so those parts are true but it had that same fun like hollywood-esque like you're watching murder on it Order starts Express out clue kind of feeling along with it you which get you that would clue. never put in an actual horror movie good you get that clue feeling like very early like yeah like the film it does that like like it, it was, it felt like how if someone was like Nick, film like some weird high British society thing. I would film it the way they did it. Totally. Like it just felt so pretentious, totally, and silly. And totally. you were like, oh man, they're gonna be this goofy the whole movie. Totally, absolutely. Like one of my favorite cl- across class kind of thriller movies, uh, modern movies is Matchpoint, right? With uh, I can't say that guy's name, but it's Scarlett Johansson is the female star and then the guy who played in uh Did Scarlett Johansson play an Asian woman? The tutor no. No, <laughs> she didn't. The tutors, uh Jonathan Reese something, whatever his name is. But um you know you'll know as soon as you look it up. But anyway, it felt a lot like that watching this movie and I was like, wow, this is a really like insightful look into class. Like I was, I did, wasn't expecting that. I was expecting something kind of zanier and you know, like whatever, but there were some pretty good touches. You know what I was expecting at the end of the film? What's that? The, the ready or not by Parker brothers. <laughs> there should be merch. The there end. should definitely be merch. Especially if all those board games they had, they were so right? ominous. Right. Totally. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm sure most of the people listening to this have either seen this or passed on it by this point. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. been out for a while. Right. The reason that we wanted to jump in and talk about, besides the fact that we just really loved it so much, um, just off the off the jump, was also we were talking right before this movie came out about how it's been a really weird year for horror on screen. 
Yeah, like, this was. I, I'm glad I you don't want to go up. through the whole topic right now, but it has been. There's been this wave of movies that, from afar, from like a year away. Last year, I was looking at Godzilla, King of Monsters, and Us, and like a lot of movies where I was really excited about them, and I feel like a lot of them didn't pan out. And it's weird because the same thing happened last year, but most of those movies panned out. Like I was super nervous about the Suspiria remake, but it was great, right? Yeah. So like, and, and but this year, it last year was the unexpected movies, the movies I didn't know about. Like I did I had no idea Quiet Place was even a thing, and then all of a sudden it was out, and I was like, "This is great." Mm-hmm. This year I knew about the movies way off, and they've kind of been a letdown. Yeah, Godzilla and, was right. Godzilla pretty, was uh, not whatever. I didn't enjoy Us very much, and then I still gotta see that one. You still gotta see that one. But then this movie, I was expecting the same pattern to hold, but I just had such a good time watching it. Yeah, in fact, because we were me, you and me were going through the list, and I was like, "This might be the film that like changes the tide." Right. Totally. And I, I don't know if it single-handedly switched my no, mind over it but i think it was a really hard hit of it like was, it was it's it's playing the role that the original happy that they played yes that the year that came out right where exactly that, where that was that was like okay, it was fun and refreshing totally. and it didn't take itself seriously and totally. the director didn't get mad and was blaming people on twitter <laughs> <laughs> the sequel didn't work out yes all those things <laughs> so this is about a girl who marries into the one percent Mm-hmm. And this family is basically, they have made a deal with the devil to sustain their position of wealth and privilege and power. And it requires occasional sacrifices, which I, I think was, in a weird way, sort of similar to Cabin in the Woods, right? Yeah. This movie had a lot of echoes of other things, but I didn't, Dude, it I, didn't bump I got, on it. It I, didn't bother me. I got that um, Cabin in the Woods vibe when they were picking out their weapon. Totally. It just kind of, I don't know why, but that... Yeah, no, totally. And 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 also, like, a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff wasn't what, what you thought it was and those kind of... Which is exactly like Capitol Woods. Like, mm-hmm. when they stumble into the elevator shaft and they're seeing all the monsters, like, you're like... You know what? what? Well, I don't know why I disagree with the Tucker... I didn't disagree with the Tucker and Dale. I thought it was less than... Uh, more serious than Tucker and Dale, but now that I think about it, all the way the maids died is just like how the kids died totally. in Tucker and Dale. Yeah. So I rescind what I said, <laughs> and they are exactly the same. So, yeah, they're pretty. I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's very but, similar. But here's now. the thing. So let, but let's but let's go into like here, with. I don't know if you want to do spoilers or not. Like I don't know how much you care, but before, the spoiler is so unbelievable and awesome. If I heard it, I would. It would make me want to see it in the theater. Okay, cool. I'll let you handle spoilers, but before we go to the spoiler, first of all, all the performances are great. So good. The standout stealing performance to me, which I did not expect, was actually Andy McDowell, who played the mom, who's a super famous she actress. She is who we thought that lady was in Britney Runs a Marathon. Remember we couldn't put it yep. into it? That was her. When yeah. she came on screen, I was like, George, we like the last <laughs> two movies we saw had the person we thought it was, and then it answered and who then, it and was. And then it was. Then it actually was. Crazy that and happened. And she was, she was awesome. It was so good to see her back, and it was so good when she was laying down ridiculous dialogue that the story required her to lay down about, like, you know, the whole family, everyone's going to die if we don't, you know, propitiate to the devil. And like, Even her cheesy line when she missed the arrow, she was like, forgive me, it's been a while. Yeah, she shoots the crossbow and misses Samara Weaving, and then she's like, in my defense, it's been a while. Like, mm-hmm. everything was spot on. She was so pro, right? That was, that was, I knew Samara was going to be good because I read a couple of the Dude, she could, you could have easily put that character in the white family and get out. Totally. And like it would have been oh, like the without, same. With, like, yeah, totally seamless. <laughs> yeah. Totally seamlessly. So I, she was my scene stealer. What was your what was your surprise, most surprise thing that you really Dude, enjoyed? Dude, the fucking Evil Dead moment. <laughs> which one me, was which she got, when she went into the pit, uh, the goat's pit or whatever. 
Oh yeah, that was messed. Dude, did that feel like the Evil Dead remake? That was Dude, messed. we were wincing uh, in the theater because this movie, like, it plays like a teenage horror film from like the early two thousands when you first see it. Like, mm-hmm. it just kind of, you know, you sort of get that vibe with a little bit of the Tucker Dale and some of the silly totally. stuff. Totally, I even got a little. I know what you did last summer. The Evil Dead goat pit scene. I don't know what type of the, what they call it. It was a pit, it was a pit and the goat yes. stalls. It was intense. Whatever. So it's not like super gory. Like a girl gets shot in the face, but it doesn't look that bad. The sounds in the film are disgusting. A lot mm-hmm. of people gargling on blood. Mm-hmm. A lot of it. Uh, but nothing like extremely, extremely gory until she gets, she's in this pit and this little boy shoots her in the hand. Mm-hmm. And there's a big hole in her hand. Mm-hmm. She gives yeah, him, yeah. she gives him, you know, the right there, Fred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she falls back into a pit of corpses. Yes. And so she's covered in blood. She's got a big ass hole in her hand. Yes. And it's like, it sort of gave me the end of the end of the shining vibe. Totally. When you see the skeletons there, like skeletons totally. are always fucking scary. Totally. Not enough skeletons in, in film. Uh, well, th- this is kind of filling something. Right. But, a lot of gore. Oh, and there's like flies all over her. And, and they shit. ripped off the, which I'm sure is a rip off from other things, but they ripped off the Quiet Place nail. You're seeing it coming. Yeah, the old Home Alone. The old Home Alone. That's they, they, they ripped off the old Home yeah, Alone. Yeah, I thought it was going to go in the hole in her hand. Right. right and like yeah. she was like dodging a bullet. Which would be amazing. Yeah. I, I agree would like that better than what happened. Right? Yeah. So she's climbing up this ladder. It's wooden. It's breaking. Mm-hmm. And then everything breaks. She's holding on. She's cliffhanging. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Stallone in it on the yeah, side. Totally. Uh, and then she slams, she slams her hand down through a nail. But like. All that gore and then the the gross ass bodies and then her the sounds of it going through her hand. Yep. that's always disgusting. It just felt so brutal. It did, and there's a lot of gore, especially in the end. Like this well, is a pretty end, bloody movie. The right? end. They, they <laughs> kick it up, and it's just like the Evil Dead remake. I mean, it's basically raining blood by the at the end of this movie. So they didn't pull a lot of punches on that part of it, which I appreciated, right? Like yeah. a lot of it was cartoonish, but that's fine. That's what the vibe of the movie, which is which is totally cool. But I showed you like shit can get real. They did it was like a nice did, reminder. They they did show you that it could get real, and I liked. I actually liked so. I got to give credit to Samara reweaving her scream, her like oh at the, at the end at end the end. end. Oh, dude, was uncomfortable. It made me uncomfortable. I'm she like, was, we have a new scream. It was like she was like a uh, uh, like staccato <laughs> scream. Yeah, like, it was. It made me want to like get, get go save her or something like or shut her the hell up. Like it, like it dude. was it was disturbing. Her scream is disturbing. That is probably. I'm gonna. Say, you know what? We gotta go on the record right now saying it. That's gonna be one of the most iconic horror movie screams. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, ever. That's, that's, it's pretty intense. And so yeah, that for just for that, I gotta give her props. My throat that. hurts thinking about it. <laughs> she yeah, was it screaming was, so Right? Hard. It was like, I've never heard a scream quite like that. What What do you do? Because it was directed by two dudes, I think, or yeah. like a duo. Yeah. What do you say to an actor to get them to do I that? I don't know, <laughs> man. Like, but... What the fuck do you tell them? <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah, right? Like, like you stepped on a Lego and your, your whole family blew up. filming Matrix 4. <laughs> I hope. One of those, you're right. Um, so she was fantastic. We, we know the Andy McDowell part was great. I liked all the bit characters, too. I actually liked how kind of determinedly incompetent the father was. Oh, dude. Right? Like, he was pretty hilarious. He was just, he was just like, your shit neighbor, like, just totally. like trying, to get, trying to get shit done. Totally. And, and it was really interesting, actually, to... I knew you have... You picked out a really interesting religious thing, so... 
I want to hear about that. And then I, I, the one thing I had noticed that, that kind of was, was fascinating to me was how they were miserable, but hell bent to defend their own misery. Like all the wealthy people were, were pretty miserable because the terms of maintaining the wealth are so soul killing yeah. that it was hard for them to enjoy. You could tell they were all, they, there wasn't a healthy relationship in the bunch. There wasn't a single healthy relationship in the bunch, right? No. Like all of them, whether it's the two brothers, whether it was the dad to the sons, whether it was the mom to, they were all pretty. The sons to the wife, because the, the uh, what's his, Adam Brody's character, his wife. His wife, they, they hate each other hate at this point, other. even though they didn't at the beginning. So it's a pretty rough, like whatever thing. So to watch people, fighting so hard so they could just make it to another miserable fucking day <laughs> is just weird. But it's also a testament to how addictive that lifestyle is. And I thought that was kind of cool that they showed that. And, and, and it was, it was a, a weird subversive move to get rid of all the help first. Right. Because these people are helpless without their help. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's how they, that's how they make it. Like it, there's, there's a, like I had just you you had talked me into watching the Eddie Murphy uh, episode of Comedians in the Cars Getting Coffee with mm. Seinfeld right, and there's this great moment when he's in the car and he just looks at the camera and he's like, yeah, I got a gun. He's like, I can go there. I can still go there. I just want <laughs> you motherfuckers to know, like if some shit goes down, I can still I got it it's still inside me to go there. You know, like you can tell like once you have that, like you can still like reach down and be like, you know, I I'll get violent. I'll do mm -hmm. whatever you know. And with these people. They've been successfully fulfilling this devil's pact and getting rid of people for years and years and years, but always with their minions, right? As soon as the help's all gone, they're a disaster, <laughs> right? So, which I thought was was really appropriate, kind of cool. I, I like how that was set up. Everyone was so good in this movie. What was the religious kind of? Oh no, no. So, so one thing, I, the one thing I, I thought, and I and I was wondering if they were going to go there when they were showing her back getting cut. Mm -hmm. Uh. I, I, to me, it almost kind of looked like she had like like wings cut off totally. in, the, in the back. Totally, because there's every fucking. Well, like, she has wounds in her palms of her hands, so we know. What yeah, that, she's what, she was the only one wearing all white, yeah. looking like a little angel. Right. And uh, no, I just thought like they they did like some because obviously the devil's at the end, so yes. it makes sense that there's some more religious kind of stuff that they shot. Totally. But I thought like the cut. To me, I could be wrong. Maybe it's just too no, conveniently thought, placed cuts on her back. I, that's got to be on purpose. Um, I thought that was cool because I think in Dogma or something like that, I remember, or was it the one of the X-Men films? So, one of the angel characters get their wings cut off and it's fucking Dogma because right. I think it's pretty bloody. It just kind of looked like that in a way. Totally makes sense. I thought So I thought that was really interesting. The ending, I, I, I can't believe they went so hard in the paint for the ending. Like They did. And it was good. That dude, they this movie did. First of all, it has a few jump scares, but it did them right. Like it didn't yes. overdo them. It did it just to you know, just yep. to kind of fuck with the rhythm. Yep. Um, but the ending, they faked me out. I was, I was like, is it really like this crazy? Like it was the shit they were talking about. What's gonna happen to them was so far fetched. You're like, this isn't a like this ritual right. is not real. Like these right. guys are just fucking idiots. Yeah. And then they play in like they just basically call our bluffs and not believing them. And they, you know, you talk about balls. They told us how this movie was gonna end. Yes. Because they told us the other people who failed to do the pack. They were like, someone was like, you know, they they the devil Burned took them out. whatever, and he's like, no, I thought they died in a house fire. He's like, that's what they want you to think. And then these people. 
spoiler, big spoiler, if you haven't seen it yet, these people, all of them fail to, to satisfy the devil and he blows them all up. They, they basically explode one by one, right? So it's like Belko experiment. You haven't seen Belko experiment, no. but it's like what happens in the Belko experiment, if you've seen that, what happens to their heads happens to their whole bodies in this movie. Mm. So they all blow up one by one by one, but then the house burns down. So what the authorities are going to think is they died in a house fire. fire. So, I mean, they told Dude, us how the movie was going to end. But, but, but what I loved was the Mm-mm. aunt, uh, or yeah, the guy, the, the dad's sister, one who should play live action Ursula. Yes. Because she had the fucking hair. She, she had the fucking eyebrows. She, she had the whole attitude. I think she was even wearing purple. She was scary. She she looked just like Ursula. She was fantastic. She was the greatest, like uh She was intimidating. She was great. She reminded me of uh who's the woman in Frankenstein, the real mean lady? is it uh, Frankenstein or Oh, I can't think of it. I think I'm thinking of uh Frankenstein. No, no, no. Young Frankenstein. The bitchy kind of lady. Gar? Oh, Manila Khan. That the one who be, sings? I have no idea. Okay. I got to get the list. I don't even know. The only person not, I know is Gene Wilder. But she was awesome, and she she was intimidating. No, she was what she one. said, what she would say, though, well, this, is what, this is what I was getting at, yeah. is she kept saying, we have to do this before dawn. Yes. And the whole time you're watching it, you're like, what the fuck's it? Like, for me, I was like, what's the matter with it's dawn? Right. Like, you're just going to kill her. Like, because there's no, at that point, the idea of anything supernatural is out of the window. Right. So then at the end, when dawn comes <laughs> and does what it's going to do. Right. I couldn't fucking believe and it. And you know what's funny is because they do they do a good job of keeping you wondering whether that's really going to happen or not. And I think my favorite moment of the are they or are they not really in a devil's bargain was when Andy McDowell turned to her son and he was like, you don't really believe all this crap's going to happen, like whatever. And she was like, you believe it. He's like, no, I don't. And she's like, if you hadn't believed it, you wouldn't have let her pull a card. And it was totally right. He wouldn't have had her participate in the ritual if he didn't, if he wasn't trying to get out of the consequences of the ritual. He just was like, this ritual is dumb. I'm not doing it. I'm not having my wife do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but they can't do that. They can't rebel because there's actual consequences and they knew it. My reason for why I knew they were in a devil's bargain the whole time was because these idiots never could have made that amount of money. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there's no way they're yeah. all talentless except yeah. for Andy McDowell. They all suck. Right. So like there's, no way these people they were could, billionaires they couldn't run a, a lemonade of... stand let alone like, like get out of here so that was like whatever. the the um the guy who chases samara weaving down the last remaining help guy he was awesome by the way props to that actor oh yeah the butler dude. The, but he was amazing the guy who got half his face burned off he and, was so great and his celebrating scene and that was the coolest flip of the horror cliche we talked about it on the way home was i really enjoyed there's this moment in this movie where he knocks he's he's got to go track her down and bring her back to the family so they can sacrifice her and he tracks her down in the woods throws her in their car and he's bringing them back she's in the back seat knocked out and tied up he's driving and he's celebrating that he did it like he did it. he saved the whole family he's he's the only he he survived this girl who's taking them all out he's so excited and he's been so kind of like exuberant the whole movie. Like he's playing music and see in the kitchen. He's singing to himself, like whatever. And he cranks up the classical music and he's celebrating. And they're they're watching him through what is that camera it's like they're FaceTime watching? FaceTime, right? Yeah. So they're oh, he had his phone propped up, right? Yeah. So they're they're the whole family is watching. They're in their mansion watching him bring this victim back so they can kill her and be straight with the devil. 
And they see her wake up in the back of the car and he can't see it while he's driving because she's behind him. And it's in any other horror movie, when you get in a car, the thing in the backseat is the bad guy. <laughs> it's the, it's the mm. villain. It's the monster, right? That's what's in the backseat. Not the hero. And the hero got up, but it was all the horror beats. Everyone watching is like, no, no, turn around. Look behind you. You can't hear. Turn the music down, you idiot. Like, they're all shouting at him. Like, look behind you. And she looks bad. So, like, she looks, like, mean now, right? So, it was, like, the horror beats, but flipped where it was the hero in the backseat. I thought that was really, really slick. She kind of reminded me of uh, The Bride and Kill Bill. Totally, yeah. Totally, absolutely. This movie has a million echoes, which is really weird. But, anyway, if you haven't seen Red or Not, Check it Red out. or Not... And you like horror comedy at all? I mean, you got to be sort of in on the horror comedy genre yeah, to, yeah. to enjoy this. Yeah, if, you're sour if you're the kind of yeah, like it. right. If you're the kind of person who's like the only real horror is Cannibal Holocaust, then this is not for you. But if it's definitely, if, not. <laughs> you will want to pass. Hard Even though hard. there's an equal amount of blood at the end of this, Holocaust. <laughs> true. It's very true. There's a lot. There's, might be even more. There's a, there. Yeah. There's <laughs> a, there's a thing. So that's ready or not. Um, I'm excited about this next part because we are going to. We got our five. Let's do our, our Halloween. Well, it's going to be 10 ultimately because I don't think you and I have any overlap here. But this is our our Halloween watch list. If you made us make a 10-movie marathon for the 24 hours before Halloween and we could only use movies from the last five years, these would be our These picks. would be it. You go first. I'm going to go first. So what is, what's your movie? I'm going to come out of the gate so hot. And briefly, why? Why'd you pick it? What is it and why'd you pick it? And are you ranking these? Are you going in order? Like, is your best one last, or is there no particular order? Mine's no particular order. Okay. I thought about it, but it would not. be so meaningless. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Totally. I'm going out of the gate hot saying Child's Play 2019. All right. And why? Dude, this movie... I know. I mean, we did the review on it because like, we were excited about that. Yes. When we did the halftime summer report. Yes. It's still with me. Like okay. I'm still thinking of some of the visuals. Like they they started running ads because it's coming out on digital now, and like it was the first film in a long time where I was like, I think I might buy it. Okay, okay. Very first time. To, because now you got five years of movies to work with, right? So like I'm sure this is not the best horror movie you've seen in the last five years. So I'm sure it's not the. Even the fifth best horror movie you've seen in the last five years, but although maybe it is. But the reason I'm asking you is why is it appropriate for Halloween? What's the what, one? It's one. It, everyone he's knows an icon. Yeah, everyone knows him, and I think he did a good job at not. Everyone was like making fun of the design and all this other no, shit. I think it's like, great. They're wrong. It, no, yeah, he was. Yeah, they're wrong. Like that shit was great. That's fine. He was terrifying. Mark Hamill's voice acting was. It was Mark Hamill's voice acting. Yeah, right. <laughs> it speaks for itself. Right. Um. But this felt like this felt like what I. Thought Chucky was going to be like when I was a kid. Because I, like, when I was a kid, I never fucking, like, it was never, like, I couldn't right. even watch the Bri the Bride of Chucky commercials would come on. Yep. And I couldn't watch those. Right. Um, It was as terrifying as, like, what young Nick thinks Chucky would be like. Cool. It felt like a good slasher film, but it also felt like a gothic hammer horror film. The way they shot the apartment building. Interesting. The, yeah. way, the way they kept going back to that cool little garbage shoot. Like that was a location in the film that was interesting because something crazy always happened there. Totally. The, the, even the, the the little community they had in it, mm -hmm. like the relationships were great. I think the real reason you're picking this movie because now that I've now that I've gotten to know you so well, like I think it's I think Halloween excites you and I think this movie excited you. I think it was exciting because you didn't expect it to be so good. 
I think that's your yeah because you sound excited talking about it Dude, still, which is not. Like, I've never been excited <laughs> about the Child's Play franchise. If I'm I know, but, well, that's and, and, right, exactly. But we had a really good time with that flick. So like, it's a and the audience was in on it totally. Even if when you even like, I loved watching Quiet Place in the theater with you. Like, yeah, I loved that was wa- watching how the audience was impacted by it and like all those stuff. All the things were were really cool. But it's in another world, so it doesn't. To me, it makes it hard to make it Halloween appropriate when. I don't know how to describe it, but like it felt. Be- I don't usually pick sci-fi for Halloween. Yeah, yeah, Halloween. yeah. And I know Child's Play is a little bit sci-fi e, like whatever, but it's well, more horror icon e, yeah. right? So yeah. yeah, everyone knows the small red-headed killer doll. Yes, totally. That's gonna be Child. I thought the I thought the movie's great, so I, I I'm I'm totally down with watching that in the prelude to Halloween. All right, so my first pick is Cam. The Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, I know. I, I thought know, you were lukewarm on that one. I know it feels unusual. It, it really, first of all, it really grew on me. But that, that's no, I liked it. I really liked it out of the gate. It was one of my favorite horror movies. But why did I think you didn't like but, it? But no, it was the only reason I was. I didn't want to review it for an episode. Is why. Is oh. Why it, and I forget why that came up. Whatever. But I'm picking it. Because so I have a particular reason for each movie I'm picking, right? So I'm I'm gonna I'm necessarily by by this five year window I'm leaving out some of the stuff I really like about Halloween. I grew up in the in the days before Halloween. I was always excited for the old horror movie marathons. I wanted to watch Lugosi's Dracula and Bride of Frankenstein and like you know the Mummy and the Wolfman. That was my Halloween vibe, right? So I can't get any of that with this new one. So I had to reach for new reasons because there's no the only movie that had sort of like the atmosphere was The Nun, which sucked, right? So like I'm not gonna be able to. Was <laughs> The Nun this year? No, but it's in the last five. It qualifies, right? For the for this window. How long ago did The Nun come up, dude? That feels like <laughs> fucking ten years ago, dude. <laughs> Jesus Christ! She's like the Blair Witch. She changes. Time. Yeah, dude, that's yeah. crazy. But, but I can't. I honestly. Honestly, can't remember how many years. It's been. So I love. First of all, I love Cam, but here's the reason why I'm picking it. I'm picking it because there is a lot of really, really cool make believe that happens in Cam. There's actually an amazing scene in Cam where you think that the girl on the webcam is just trying to really push the boundaries of what weird shit turns people on, but she ends up committing suicide on camera. But then it ends up being fake. And one of my favorite things about Halloween was... Is that, the, is that how it ends? Was, no. No, that's how it begins, actually. But one of my favorite things about Halloween was a lot of a lot of that, like, back of your mind, like, is that person really crazy? Like, that costume's too good. Like, you know, just the idea of that, that urban myth of... Of when someone's walking around and they've got like a bloody scythe or whatever, but it's it's real and everyone else is in costume, but it's real, right? And that's part of what gives Halloween that dangerous like edge, that charge to me. And Cam had a lot of that because yeah. a lot of what you're watching in Cam is we're doing this for the people who are watching. We want to convince them it's real, but it's not. Right. I mean, that's the whole premise of friggin' porn, right? So yeah. like, so that it, it had a lot of that, and I felt like it sort of was a really interesting take on that on what's real what's not thing that i love about halloween so it's by coincidence there's nothing about halloween in camp <laughs> the only way it lines up is the there's more that meets the eye kind of vibe to it but it's an excellent horror movie 
it's to me it's really really enjoyable it has layers it has great performances and i think it's really sinister so i i would another good movie from yeah, yeah totally so i'd have a lot of fun watching i don't have a lot more to say about cam because it's my it's the my it's my fifth choice so i i said it was in order but this is the one that backed in this is the one that just made it made it yeah but that's that all so right what you got we each got one out Reach i want to call a quick time out on a cool. previous discussion real yes. quick okay we talked about how this year is not adding up we did see that Doctor Sleep trailer in the theater. We did see the Doctor Sleep trailer. What do you feel about that real quick? I hated it. Moving on. We're going back to the- <laughs> No, no, I don't mind talking about that. I hated it. Every good shot in the Doctor Sleep trailer was from the actual Shining or a recreation of the actual Shining. And everything that was new in that trailer that wasn't from Kubrick Shining looked like dog shit to me. Even the dead girl? All of it looked like dog shit to me. But here's the thing. So I'm just going to be honest here. I love The Shining. It's one of my favorite. I didn't mean to bring this up. No, no, no. I love The Shining. It's one of my favorite. I'm getting a serving of my feelings No, no, no. I love The Shining. It's one of my favorite horror novels. Um, I did not like Dr. Sleep, right? So so we already have that. Okay, so you start off on that. We have that that going already, right? I'm totally in to give it a chance, though. Because trailers are super deceptive, and marketing is really deceptive. And I felt they were really fanboying, like, the... The Shining. The Shining. So, like, that could be... the opportunity. Right, and that could be a marketing decision, right? I mean, it's Mike Flanagan. I'm expecting it to be really good. I just didn't like the trailer. But but it's fine. What did you think of the trailer? Did you dig it? Were you stoked? Oh, I dig it. Mainly because the music choice is great. The way that music builds up. The music was good. And then that like every that now was, and then. That was, I mean. I thought it was I thought it was a good cut trailer. I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm sure it was cut good. Like if I didn't know what The Shining was, I'm sure I would have watched that and been like, oh, I'm super excited for it. But as we know, like Stanley Kubrick is one of my favorite humans who ever lived. So like I, The yeah. Shining is something I'm. You got Flanagan yeah. and Obi-Wan. Yes. So that's a good combo. Yeah. Has he had an actor like that big in his films? Was I don't less... think so. Because Hugh McGregor's a big actor. Yeah, I don't think so. But I and and he's a perfect choice for it. Like I'm believe me, I'm ready for that movie to be good. I just was I was watching the trailer and I was like Every time they would flip to Rose the Hat or like some other new character that's been introduced, even when he was like you know, I've met other people and they shine and then it flipped to this random collection of people we don't know. Like, I don't know. I just didn't. I was like, not interesting. All whatever. right. But but that's that's fine. That's no, totally... I just wanted to get a feel for it. Okay. Totally. So we'll still see it. I'll, here's the thing, though, because and I might be biased because I just saw. So my favorite marketing trailer for a horror movie, if you're considering this horror, I do of the last five years since that's our window for our yes. current discussion is the witch i loved the marketing for the witch i love the peekaboo scare thing that I loved, was good i love the atmosphere of the poster all that stuff was 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 amazing to me right so i really liked the witch it really unnerved me uh the marketing for it uh, and as the movie did because i really liked the movie but um we just saw the trailer for parasite which is by the director of the host and that trailer blew my mind. That trailer was that, that trailer, trailer was a movie, blew dude. <laughs> my mind. That trailer was like got me so excited to see that movie. I wanted to like go to con, right? Like, yeah. right? Like that trailer. He and pulls the, the rug so hard out from under you. Yeah, it's that such a switch in the middle of that trailer. Yeah. So good, and it reminded me of a sort of like Goodnight Mommy, like kind of like yeah. you're, you're dealing with something dangerous. Like you can't trust the people who made this movie. They're they're. They're gonna it's screw been a with while you, right? since you can you totally, that. and I love and I love that feeling, right? And then and then this 
the Doctor Sleep trailer felt really Hollywoody to me. Yeah, I see that. I see that. But the Shining franchise has a tradition of this. Like the Shining, when it came out, was pretty hated by horror fans, and now, of course, is legendary. Like whatever. But who knows? I might have been the same, you know, idiot who had was seen the Shining trailer in '80 or '79, whenever that came out. Whenever they were releasing trailers then, and been like, that looks terrible. Yeah. <laughs> right. Who knows? I'm ready to be surprised. All right, well. But that's that. All right, so what's your next choice on your Easy. Halloween? I'm keeping it 2019, wow. my dude. Right. I think there's a lot of classics this year. Okay. It might not be as good film to film okay. from previous years, but I think there's more Halloween up and comings in, in this year. Okay. I'm going Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. That is a perfect choice. Dude. That atmosphere at the beginning of that movie? You could crap. you could double feature Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark and Trick or Treat, and it makes perfect sense. Totally. And harmony. Completely. They both have that beautiful fall feel. They got a lot of different scary creatures. And they creatures. both are like folklore-y, legend-y, yes. like whatever thing. But, and a kid could watch both those movies, theoretically, because they're not super hardcore. But they also have legitimate scares in them. So. Yeah. I think a kid could watch Trick or Treat. But you, you step, you, if you stepped into the first five minutes of Scary Stories, like, you'd feel like you lived in Halloween. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the first part of the film takes place on, Hall- on Halloween like, night. Friggin' Harold and Leaves and all that. Like, Dude, and the way Harold moved. Yep. I was like, it sounded. I, when we came back from the theater, I was like, look, Alex, I'm Harold. And I did like that cranky little walk. Because <laughs> like, ah! the characters are the monsters. Because I did, I did. I was doing a live in the group. I was doing the chatty kitchen. I made those really shitty popsicles. Yes. But I found out a better recipe, and we we also did that. So you can look that up. Yes. Uh, someone in the comments, I forget who it is. Sorry, was like, the monsters in it are really, really good. Mm-hmm. And I honestly, I would put these monsters as being as badass as the ones from Monster Squad. Agreed. Each monster in this Completely. movie. Felt so they're scarier than the Monster Squad. They're definitely scarier. Obviously, they're not as cool because you're not dragging the game. Right, right. But they're pretty goddamn scary, dude. Mm-hmm. Like the one with the toe when she pulls him out of the bed and screams in his face. That was scary. Alex, almost everyone in the theater hated that that big bag of skin. The freaky lady in the hallway. Dude, everyone Ter- in the theater. Terrifying. The theater felt so claustrophobic during that scene. I actually, and Harold was, I expected him to be scarier because he even scared me as an illustration. Yeah. Even though I didn't read the books as a kid, or I still haven't read the books, but um, as an illustration, for some reason, it's a little more evocative. But for what he lacked, because he looked a little, um, I don't know, like, I don't know, dingy maybe? I don't know how to put it. Where yeah. I didn't expect him to look like like he had a he had a really hard day yeah he did <laughs> hard day harold that's how he looked right yeah. which i didn't expect i just expect him to look uh you know uh, monstrous and intimidating but that isn't even realistic for scarecrows so it, it makes sense that this is how he actually looks right and because if he looked like like a like a psycho killer monster thing they wouldn't be beating him with a bat every day on the <laughs> they're <way>. like ooh, <laughs> right? take like a long way right? he has to look sort of like sad sack right so like i got that that part was kind of was kind of cool to me but what they what, what he lacked in the visual he made up for and how they filmed his getting off the post and disappearing and yeah. then the sounds and then the cornfield all i mean just crazy good that was really good that whole movie was great and it's the one movie that i think we left that they opened up for sequels i mean it's great yes. that a horror movie doesn't do that yep um where we were all kind of like you can't wait for the next one like yep. How often horror fans like, oh, I can't wait for that sequel because yep. we just love those. 
And then, yeah, and then as soon as you say it, you got to wait five years. For yeah, and you had that cool uh, uh, cover Lana Del Rey did of Season of the Witch. Mm-hmm. Oh, that I don't, was amazing. Was that a cover or is that, a, that's, or is that original? No, that's a, that was, I, well, they did both. I heard there was a cover and an original in there, and I thought, they were amazing. Absolutely amazing. They were good. That movie was really inspiring for Halloween. I, that's it. You sold me. I, great choice. And I'm dressing up as Richard Nixon for Halloween. All right. So that's your choice for that's a your bold second, choice. <laughs> second movie. My second choice for this. I'm just going to get this out of the way now. Get this, this, this monkey off my back now. Halloween 2018. I'm telling you. I, I know that that's a somewhat divisive movie in the horror community. I know it got all the shit when it first came out. Because this is a list. Where you wouldn't have the original. The one we're Correct. Crazy. Well, you can't, right? I would, obviously, if I could, but I can't. So, so. you're going to take off the glove so, and slap it. Yeah, I'm going to... Well, so, this is, first of all, it's sentimental to me because Hall- Carpenter's Halloween is my Halloween. Like, that and the Universal Classics are the only movies that I've, I never... As a kid, I never let a year pass without seeing those, right? Yeah. Like, I wanted to see other movies, and, and but no matter what I had to do, those movies I saw. So... So like that, the fact that I need that music, I need Haddonfield, I need that atmosphere, I need like I need, you know, the that killer, I need those. So I need those things in my Halloween. That's part of it. But I think it deserves it. I think that the first of all, it's the most accurate depiction we're gonna get of what Halloween actually looks like circa now, <laughs> right? Because it yeah. doesn't look like it the way it used to. People don't dress up the way they used to in '78, like it. And and there's a lot of movies set in Halloween, but Trick or Treat was like an updated version of how Halloween looked then. But now this is like you know that, so that's part of it. And then also, it's legitimately scary, but it it's it's more than anything, it's the music. Right, I mean, Carpenter did the music. The music yeah. is phenomenal, right? Um, and and I th- and I felt really jazzed, like when that's a movie where if I wouldn't be heartbroken if it came on, the first credits happen, that resurrected pumpkin rose back from the dead, that and was... then someone came and knocked on the door, and I started handing out candy, and I didn't get to re- watch the rest of it. I wouldn't be sad. It would it would have served its purpose. It would be like you know what. It'd be like it'd be like my dad teaching me swimming. It's like it'd be like you know what Halloween's here now. Go <laughs> go like you go go enjoy Halloween. So like I just need that. I need. I didn't even have to watch all of it. I just need that some of that movie. Like, but I also need because one of the things my particular reason. Obviously, I don't need a reach reason for Halloween. Like I don't need a side reason for it. But my my secret side reason for it is, I feel like one of the things I appreciate as a horror nut about Halloween about the ha- about the season and the holiday is that it's the time where people start to recognize that horror fans people who are into horror they have a jump on normies in crisis situations because we've thought through what happens during a whole invasion what happens during like a whatever thing right like when you go trick-or-treating like one of the things I like about the Halloween is that there's people who like when I was a kid, you go trick or treating and everyone would be daring each other. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. Let's go do something insane that you shouldn't be doing. Right. And there was always the one person in the group who was like, nah, we shouldn't do that. It's not where... And in Halloween 2018, you get that little kid like Dave, you're going to get killed. And he runs out. Oh, like, yeah, that, kid, great. that kid was amazing. And he's like my secret touchstone for Halloween because you need one grounded person who like if you you go to Halloween, it's like remember that we were watching the the murder party with uh, Trevor. Right? Oh yeah, and the only flaw in murder party is what kind of idiot goes to that party. <laughs> 
here, right? Like everything else of the plot is works like Clockworth. If you can just if you can make the jump that some idiot would just actually go to a murder party, right? But on Halloween, you got to go out into the dark with a whole bunch of people you don't know in disguise, right? And then everyone's dressed up like killers, and you got to walk around and act like it's all normal, right? And there's got to be that one person who's like, "That's this, the first time normal. anyone's ever explained <laughs> trick or treating and made it sound scary." <laughs> <laughs> so the, Halloween's got two things for me. It's got the atmosphere and the music, but it's also got like that voice or reason person that you need. In that those makes sense. All right, what's your next uh, pick for this watch list? I'm going to go with a film that I constantly get confused with. I'm going with, or no, I say it, like I'll be doing a live, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I really like this film. Mm-hmm. And then people will say, did you mean this? And I go, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with terrified. Yes. Not terrifier. No. <laughs> I don't really care for that one. Right. But terrified, terrified the, the, the foreign the foreign film, the South American film. Christ, was this good? I was thinking about that today. We it was before we went to go see Ready or Not. Mm-hmm. I was taking a dump and I was thinking I was looking at my list and I thought to myself, this film scared me. Sitting on your uncomfortable couch. Yes. Like frightened. Yes. Like I was sitting there kind of like my back hurts. Ah, yes, <laughs> like, totally. like that, like that movie is that scary. That movie will rattle you. Yeah. That movie rattles the shit out of you. Like totally. it opens up to this, like sort of kind of beautiful homage to Nightmare on Elm Street mm-hmm. <laughs> a little. Mm, a little. And, uh, and then from there on out, just, uh, it, it doesn't, doesn't linger on that. It just does its own crazy I can't even like if you explain all the beats that happen, you're like, how are those connected? Right. Like it doesn't make any sense. Totally. Like that's how crazy this film is. Totally. And it delivers. All I'm saying is that. Did you shot... go through our back catalog for this list? Because we have an episode on Terrified too. We've reviewed Terrified. We did Chucky. We did Child's. We didn't Play. do scary stories. We should have. Yeah, but <laughs> we, we didn't. <laughs> yeah, we did. But we didn't. So. Proceed. Uh, <laughs> No, but this film has one. I think it has one of the best scares. I think. I think actually, it's tied for first place. Okay. If it goes to second, you know, I'm not mad. It's fine. Uh, scariest horror movie scene in in the last ten years. Okay. Number one probably being Tony Collette and The Corner. Right, right. But both of these films kind of do the same thing where your eye has to figure out what exactly is happening. Like, they're both similar. Totally. Like, Agreed. you sort of have to figure out, like, what's going on in the There's frame. There's a lot of cool background stuff going on, which is what was missing from the Halloween series after two. Like, three, four, five, there, you know, there weren't... Not three. Four, five, six, there weren't a lot of... They didn't do a lot of that effect of Michael Myers in the window in the background watching people doing, like, whatever thing. This movie, you got to watch the background and Terrified every second because a lot of times there's things happening in the background. Yeah, and... and you need to know. <laughs> the scene when the guy gets in the car. Mm-hmm. Like... That was amazing. So, like, when I watched Red Terry, like, you watch, you see the kid, and I noticed Tony Collette pretty early. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. And like her, the whole, it's scary because it plays out and he's there mm-hmm. and you know he doesn't. But terrified scene that the time that he lapses from your eyes thinking, what is that, to it telling you what it is, is so short yep. that so, you're, you're not prepared for what yeah, it happens and it scares the fuck out of you. It's so well done. And I'm glad you have a really scary movie on this list because. You need that for Halloween. You need to have one big need, knockout. And, and let's be honest. Horror fans pretend a lot because they get caught up in the if it's not scary, it's not horror thing, which has always been bullshit because there are very few movies 
that are actually scary to horror fans after you've watched a lot of horror movies. True. You develop like a mental, emotional callus. Like you get jaded. Like it's not a thing. And there are very few movies where if if I had if if someone was like recommend a horror movie to me, I could be like I recommend Quiet Place, but I don't think Quiet Place is scary, right? Or recommend like whatever. I don't think those a lot of those movies are scary. Once in a while, a movie comes along that I just feel like is un indisputably scary, right? So I had that experience with Last Shift, which I still mm-hmm. don't think you've seen. I've seen. I saw the scenes. <laughs> I've had the experience with Autopsy of Jane Doe, right? Which I've seen most of. Right. And this, and those movies I feel like are legitimately scary movies. And Terrified is one of the Terrified those is the heaviest. Right. Where it's and plus, terrible. to me, there's nothing better in the world than watching a very fucking scary movie with your significant other. Totally. That feeling of the world where you're both just so fucking, you're holding on to each other like, totally, fuck, totally. <laughs> this just gonna happen. Because totally. then when it's all done, like it's just, it just makes the movie waste. Was Alex terrified of this movie? We haven't watched it together. Oh. Like this is my dream you in life is happen. that she freak, like we could watch this movie and free, get freaked out together. It's, yeah, it'll. Because the only other time that's ever happened was I, like a long time in high school, I watched The Strangers with a girlfriend. Okay. And it was the one time like I like vocalized. <laughs> 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 I was like, presumably she also was terrible yeah yeah we were both terrible. it'd be weird if she was like, she was like what are you what are you what are you yelling about dude exactly you didn't think he was gonna be in that window and she went up there you idiot <laughs> but terrified delivered a like just a legitimate I'm, amount I'm of good it. scares all right so my my third choice is horror noir and i'm picking a documentary because i just watch a documentary here and it's all a throwback to our everyone who listens to this podcast at this point knows we're obsessed with the Bravos, uh, hundred scariest, scariest movie, movie, yeah, countdown. movie moments, yeah. Um, and that was my other Halloween mm-hmm. go to, so it got me in the taste to always watch a good horror doc, right? And mm-hmm. I've done it every year, so I watched the Island of whatever lost, whatever that movie is called, the the one about the making of Island of Dr. Moreau with mm-hmm. uh, that Richard Stanley directed with the Val Kilmer thing. That was a great, you know, behind the scenes horror doc. There's a horror doc called Nightmares in Red, White, and Blue about yeah. American horror. That's super, really good. Never Sleep Again is is a Never know, Sleep Again is like an incredible. Right. Um, so like, there's a lot of amazing documentaries, and you know, I haven't liked a lot of the more more recent documentaries. I didn't like Room Two Thirty Seven, so there weren't a lot. There was, there's been a lot more true crime or serial killer documentaries. They, it's everything after post the Jinx and serial podcast seem to go that direction. Yeah. So we're getting a lot more Manson and Bundy and like whatever, which is not my Halloween vibe. But horror noir is an excellent uh, horror documentary with a lot of behind the scenes tidbits, and I love watching a movie where when you go out into the Halloween night afterwards, when you see people in costumes, you're like, oh my God, that costume goes back to the 20s. Or, oh my God, I know this about that. You know what I mean? Like, it just, yeah. it's it's good to know some of the behind the scenes details of how horror icons came to be what they were, right? So, um, I I think that, and I have more people should see it. So, <laughs> that's why. I've been wanting to watch that for so long. I try. Dude, that's what I hate about all the movies that come out. There's so much content now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like, I end up just watching reruns of The Office. <laughs> right. And, and and a lot of it is a commitment, right? Like, I remember last year when everyone was all excited about the Eli Roth uh, horror doc. Yeah. And it was dropping. And I tried to watch it, and I just felt like it was just really basic. I'm like, I don't know, like, whatever, not to be whatever about it. But um, 
then I gave up on it. And the reason I gave up on it is because, I mean, this is six hours or whatever yeah. that adds up to. Like, I just, you know, there's just not enough time with all the good but, things that are out there. But this Halloween, I yes. will make time. Okay. What's your... We're rounding the corner to home. We got a pretty solid list here. This is a good list. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it solid. Okay. Quiet place. You picked a quiet place. Yeah, I went with a quiet place. Good job. I was thinking that because of the leaves and the autumn and the thing. But good. Listen. Yes. We gotta have. We gotta have a good creature feature. Yes. You're right. We do need a creature. I mean, scary stories. I mean, it has creatures in it. But that's, I want monsters. I mean, that's what I want. Yeah. I want a monster movie. I want this yes. weird alien creature monster thing. That was a great design, a monster design. And it's a solid movie. I really liked it. Uh, people are going to argue, "Why didn't they near the waterfall?" Or like all this other <laughs> stuff. I know you were you were team waterfall. Yes, I was. That team. all 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 that considered, I think it, it's I think it's one. I think it's really well written. Yes. I think it's really well directed. Totally. Plus, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt, they're fantastic in everything. Impeccable cast, yep. The little boy, the little kid, the little girl was great. Totally. Uh, the boy who got killed early was great because he was an idiot. Don't yes. put the <laughs> batteries in the airplanes, <laughs> you doof. <laughs> get, get that shit out of here. Yes. No, I, I one, and I, well, that's not one. This is like the one, like four, five, six reasons. Yes. Everyone changes body language when they watch this movie. Everyone gets quiet. That's true. Like in the theater, like we was ta- we talked about it you know, a thousand cool. times, but like cool. when people were tiptoeing, like to, like Looney Tunes mm-hmm. to get to get to their seat because mm-hmm. they don't want to make noise. Mm-hmm. That shit's great. How many totally. movies command the audience? I, see, that's the thing is I don't think sci-fi usually for whatever, but like I'm not. Trust me, when I, when I catch a Halloween mar- marathon and like them or. The day the Earth stood still, or the thing come on, like I'm, I'm like I'm wrong. I'm totally fine, right? And I feel like Quiet Place sort of serves the same purpose because it's got a really cool atmosphere. Yeah. And my favorite thing about and the Quiet Place is I love. It's weird that you picked this considering with the movie I'm about to say, but I lo- my favorite scene is the warning system they built up. Oh and yeah. Just the, the visual the that happens when they when they fire that thing up. Because I feel like that to me is my favorite. The the because in Halloween, one of the things that happens is you walk around and you're just looking into other people's houses. You're like mm-hmm. snooping, right? Like, and you're checking out because you don't. I mean, you don't go door to door any other time. So like, you're checking all these things, whatever. And in Quiet Place, there's that great moment when they shoot across the other houses and you see other people with their little quiet survival you know outposts and mm-hmm. things that they got going on and i feel like i feel like that is a very similar like community feeling right yeah. halloween is a community event essentially right? so i do like that although in quiet place i think they all die by the end of it so hopefully that won't happen on halloween <clears throat> some people die that weird guy dies John Krasinski I think dies. when that thing comes back up and they pan back out, I don't think we see any lights on anymore. I think when they pan across all the houses, I think all those people have been snuffed out. But I could be wrong. I, don't know. I completely forgot that scene. That's why I put it on the list because I need to rewatch it. Duh. <laughs> need to rewatch it. This is interesting that you picked that because my pick, and I was torn because I almost made this my the movie I wanted to watch right before Halloween started, but... We're, since we aren't going in order, I really do believe that's probably just going to be Halloween 2018, as predictable as that is. But yeah. I'm picking The Invitation. And the reason I'm picking The Invitation is... Have you seen The Invitation? Mm-hmm. You haven't seen it. So the reason I... The Invitation is just a tremendous horror movie that caused a lot of buzz right when it came out. And I think it's already basically been forgotten because it's a pretty quiet movie. And there aren't a lot of scenes that... 
really could go in like the pantheon of like great, you know, horror, like whatever scenes where, because it's a choir movie, right? It doesn't, it's a, it feels like a, the invitation feels like, uh, it feel to me, the movie that most felt like invitation that I've seen in the last five years is hereditary. Mm. They feel very, very similar. So I think you'll like the invitation because you love hereditary. Um, but all the scenes with Tony Collette and dealing with her guilt and when she met the woman who was like in the grief thing, all that felt very like invitation-esque to me, right? So like, I really do, I, I love the movie. I love the director, right? So I think she's the one who did Jennifer's Body. So I think, I, oh, cool. I think, I think that's just a really talented director. But the thing, the reason that I like this, the reason I'm picking this the most is because it's the most dangerous movie depiction of what happens when an event gets out of control. Right. Mm. So there's a lot of like, we, we just recently were, you know, in the Cryferian podcast, we were talking about Tarantino's latest movie and how cool it was that he kind of captured like the dread in your pit of your stomach, knowing how the night, the Manson murders are going to go down. Mm. The first set of Manson murders are going to go down. Like, that that it's just hanging there the whole movie just waiting to like you know you're like you just don't want to get there but you want to get there but you don't want to get there right so like that's that has that sort of vibe but that the reason i'm bringing it up is there's there's a lot of talk about what ended the 60s right like what's the one event that ended the 60s and in a lot of the reading i've done the two picks the most people pick are they pick altamont which is where when the Rolling Stones concert where people got killed because they just devolved, it turned into chaos. Security mm -hmm. lost control. The security was the Hell's Angels. So when you hire a biker gang to be your security, like that's not going to work out that well. So like the whole concert just devolved and people were getting killed, trampled, like it was just chaos. And it's it, it, it really was a, a punch in the gut to the 60s because just concert is what the whole decade was built on. It's kind of like that music festival like vibe, whatever. And the other thing is the Manson murders, right? That's the, It felt like the end of the 60s, right? So things can, can get brought to an end when an event gets out of hand and gets out of control. So the invitation, this is a big spoiler. So if you have not seen the invitation and you care about spoilers turn away to pretend it's a quiet place you can't hear this okay so this is this at the end of the invitation it turns out there's a cult that has decided to commemorate this this moment this day with just mass murders across the city or even the nation you don't know right and the reason the way you signify that you're in the cult and you're in that you're doing the murder so imagine a manson family but every four houses Right. Mm. So that's how the invitation ends is everyone starts to become a cult murderer, a serial killer, like whatever. They've joined this murder cult. Right. And the way you signify it in the invitation is, is you hang a red lamp outside your door. Right. So it looks really festive. It looked cool. It looks like like someone decorated really cool for Halloween. And then the camera pans back and you just hear sirens and then you hear gunshots and you hear people screaming and you hear stabbing and you just see red lights going on every fifth house like another red light another red light another red Dude, light I would swap lights with my neighbor <laughs> <laughs> and it just pans out and you just realize that the entire community is devolving Los Angeles is turning into like battle royale right like it's just a murder zone and it's just such a cool feeling with that whole thing and it's 
mm-hmm. it, one of the scariest things in horror to me is like the house looks innocent. Like Amityville was the dream house, right? It's 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 a scary house to us, but it was their dream house. It was their we have the American dream. We have square footage and a huge backyard and a place for our kids to go to school and like it's the dream house and behind the scenes it's a shit show, right? And that's what I feel like Halloween also represents, right? Like like it looks it's the it's the inverse of it. You know, everyone is normal inside, but they look scary outside, right? And I feel like the invitation sort of captured that for me. It's like if you pan back on a Halloween. One of my favorite things about holidays in L.A., like 4th of July, is going to the top of Mulholland and just looking at the whole city and watching fireworks Mm -hmm. going off everywhere. Because the city's beautiful, right? Like a night from that vantage point. And if you could just pull up like drone camera style on Halloween, you would just see all these cool scary costumes and all these cool decorations and just the community kind of doing like it's scary thing. Right. And that's how the invitation ends. So that's my pick for the fourth one. All right. What's your final, what's final, the final list pick? Here? I don't know if the world's ready for this. <laughs> Cause I know my face ID is not. Oh, duh. <laughs> okay. We're ending strong. Good. Well, technically one before last cause you're giving your, Line right after this, <laughs> but I'm gonna end it as strong as I can. You yeah, might be. Able I'm to not tell ending it stronger than you. I already can tell you. You might, but you might. I'm not. You might. I'm not. I know my last pick. I'm not. All I, right. There's probably eight people in the world who've seen the movie that I've. I'll judge that. <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'm gonna end it with <laughs> the wailing. Oh, oh, you are ending so strong. And I love that movie. Ending strong. Love that. It's movie. a time commitment. Yes. You've waited all year long. You should have set enough, uh, an appropriate amount of time for this film. Totally. Uh, I think, I was just naming my scariest moments. And I completely just disregarded this film I had on my list. <laughs> the Wailing is definitely up there. That ending. Yes. These, in, like, you they, got your list got scary. Like your list was fun, listen, and then it got scary. It got it real terrified. Is scary, and the wailing is terrifying. Listen, I figured if this is the last image you're going to see on Halloween night, mm-hmm. why not be that weird Japanese devil dude? <laughs> I'm with you. I'm totally with you. He was horrifying. He was. And I think I think now that audience have gotten hip to stuff like Mindhunter, mm-hmm. like where it's like we're more following the cop and like the. The, the investigations and stuff like that. I think people are a little more forgiving of like them taking their time solving these cases to get an ending. Yes. That great. Yes, totally. I didn't expect myself to even like get into it as hard as like, it was one of those, it was one of those films where it was like, you know, I was going to play some games. I was like, I don't want to play that. I'll, I'll watch a movie, right. put on the wailing, like on like my other monitor. You, yeah. You, you knew it was good, but I, it didn't feel like you were expecting a lot out of that. Yeah, like I was like, I've heard a lot of good stuff about this movie. I'm sure there'll be some great scenes. And then I started, actually, no. I started it on my computer, on one of my monitors. Mm -hmm. Then I had to stop so I could go watch it on the big screen so I could take in the ending. Because I was like... Nice, yeah. I love that. I forget, I think it was when, there was one point in time where they were talking to the girl. This girl's like sitting in front of the house and... uh, She's sitting down there and they're talking. It was just them talking. And I, that was, I remember being like, oh, this is going to get really good, <laughs> really, really fast yep. for the rest of the movie. Yep. And mm-hmm. I, my gut was 100% right. Totally. I've not, like, it's just, it's, it's hard for me Imagine to Imagine that behind the scenes while you're handing out candy, just hearing the wailing. Just like, I mean, it's a terrifying. I know you need subtitles for this movie, but like, 
I don't know. Just, that movie really impacted me. So like, that's a great choice for even like even the just like the way they talk sounds so grim. Totally. Like nobody's like really enthusiastic no. <laughs> in that movie, and it just feels the whole movie just has this like dread, like it's just pulling you apart. Real How many slow. foreign films are on your list? I think just the two. Just the two. Okay. Yeah, because it was just uh, well, that's uh, yeah, terrified and, and the wailing. Yeah. So let me ask you a quick question before I give mine. Why not Hereditary? Yeah, everyone's seen it. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's, if it were, if it wasn't for a podcast, if you're just making a list for yourself, you would watch Hereditary. No, no, I probably wouldn't you because probably wouldn't. it scares me too much. Okay, fair enough. I can't handle it, dude. Fair, I, can't, yeah, fair, fair I can't go through it. I was wondering if that was the answer. I was wondering if it was just that it's 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 distracting because it's too unnerving. It's, right? Dude, it's too scary. Like, if I watch it, dude, I'm going to be, like, looking in the quarter from, like, you know, dead relatives. Because <laughs> this is why I'm not putting The Witch on here. The Witch is probably my favorite horror movie of the last few years or so. And I... I didn't pick it for a very similar reason. One is we've talked about it. I'm so sick of talking about it that I don't want to talk about it. Anymore. But it's also the the fact that it's it's it I, it requires a commitment. It's not something to have on in the background or go walk away from or like so yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Hereditary feels the same. And Midsummer would never work because that's like a I mean it's the opposite atmosphere. Yeah, it wouldn't work. Wouldn't wouldn't be anywhere. All right, there. so that's a really strong choice. It's weird that you said that because my my until the very until like right before you hit go on this recording, like I I have been fighting about what my actual last choice was because my last choice for a long since we came up with this idea, my my final choice for this has been Train to Busan. It's been Train to Busan ah. for a lot of the time. It's hard to imagine not having a zombie movie in a, in a true in a Halloween marathon. It's a great film. It's super fun, right? And it's foreign, so like you know, it's a with the whaling, I feel like that was a kind of a, an appropriate thing or whatever. But I can't do Train to Busan over the other movie I'm picking. And I'm picking this movie. And this is watch list. Uh, keep in mind, this is for us. Did you fake me out just now? This, yeah, I did. This is it's not Train to Busan. This is for me, right? So like, don't like, don't get mad at me because no one else is going to enjoy this part of the watch list. You, I think I our watch hit, list. I could hit stop. You and then just they'll never stop. know. Just, and then yeah, they'll be like, he did it. And Train to Busan. But my final choice is the movie Stoker. It's a movie that almost no one has seen, right? And it's a tremendous film. Uh, it, the reason I'm putting it on here is because of all of the movies that I've seen in the last five years or so, it feels the most like Hitchcock. And Hitchcock is the my other secret Halloween touchstone. Yeah. I need a Hitchcock vibe in here, right? It's such a Hitchcockian movie. It feels like it's almost like Brian De Palma esque. It's almost like they did it on purpose, and I'm sure they did. Like a lot of the references are in there on purpose, I'm sure. But um, <laughs> one of the one of the things that one of the reasons I'm putting this movie here is because you you don't know this because you haven't seen it, <laughs> and I'm talking to the world right at this point. But um, what what's amazing is this movie is about the creation of a serial killer. And what's amazing about this is the the person who's the serial killer, um, the reveal comes at the end and it's 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 someone discovering that they've always been meant to be a serial killer and embracing it. And because 
horror has embracing it embrace completely embracing it and because and the final shot the final sequence of stoger is mind-boggling it's so good i'll show it's like 90 seconds i should do one more time but it's so good and it's so perfect for what it was even the music is perfect like it like whatever the the way it shot all that is perfect but the reason it's my tie-in is because i feel like horror has basically shifted towards the seven silence of the lambs kind of like serial killer zodiac mode of late i feel like the most interesting things i see in horror with a few exceptions like a quiet place or something like that I feel like they're all Mindhunter, you know, Fincher, like those kind of things, right? And this represents that kind of thing really, really well. Um, But you don't get to see the origin story of a serial killer done that well. This movie is Brightburn written by uh, Hemingway. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right this is this movie is brightburn written by wow like like s- s- like a next level mind right so it's 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 kind of the same beats and plot as Vi- brightburn a little bit but yeah. but i mean obviously more realistic because everything in, in stoker could really happen but um it's because it it captures that serial killer thing really well i didn't want to put the Ted Bundy thing on there. I didn't want to put no, the doc. No, no, no. I didn't want to put the the extremely vile and extremely close. Extremely or boring. Or that was called. You know, I didn't want, and I didn't want to put Mindhunter or cheat and put TV. I already have a doc on mine, right? So I wanted to keep it all movies. And this is my way to go. And and it sounds like I'm apologizing for it. It's only because it's so obscure, but I'm not apologizing for the movie. The movie is tremendous. So that I, but I would be so ready to roll out into a Halloween night. Watching your picks and mine on this list, I would, feel, going, that would feel like it's a success. So I'm going to try this this year. I'm not. I'm going to forego all of my. The only thing I'm going to, I'll obviously I'll catch the horror as it comes on, or like short Shutter does live. Yeah. Like I'll catch it, Joe Bob if he comes back. I'll you know whatever he's showing, I'm watching. So I like, hope he has a holiday. <laughs> right. So I, like I'm mean, all in for all that stuff. But when I actually marathon it out, I'm going to do these ten choices. Then we'll do a follow up episode after Halloween. And just do like a, we'll do a follow-up segment and just be like, this is how it worked out. See if this list really worked and then we can tweak it for following years and do whatever. I'm really interested to know what the listeners, what their lists are. If you had to make a Halloween list, what would, what would be, we're going to post it in the Facebook group and then, and off the, the page and Instagram as well. So like, we'll get some answers from the community, but if you're listening or you tell us yours, I want to know if you had to assemble it out of a five-year thing, what would you watch? Ready or not is a strong contender. Are actually, dude, you could easily throw that in because there's no like, I mean, how what a like, how horror is the the whole satanic, like, devil's bargain? Like, we don't have any of that in our in our uh, well, we got, we got the whaling, we got some devils, we, yeah, sure. some Never mind. you're right, you're told it's foreign, so I didn't think of it. I, I was thinking we like, got a but we don't have like, do we have teen slashers? Well, that's not a teen slasher, but it's a slasher. Yeah, we don't. It's slasher asking. We don't have a slasher, so that's that. Yeah, that makes. There we sense. go. That makes. I'll put makes it there. Sense. So yeah, and we'll, well, I'm gonna watch the ones we picked, and then we'll see what we swap in and swap out, like whatever. But that was fun. I'm really. I'm kind of. I really liked it. And you know what you could do? You could do. You could go to iTunes. You could put a five star review, and then you can type in what five films. That would be nice. There you go, and then you could copy that because then all you do is just copy. That's a guarantee. And you could copy it, go to the group, and then hit paste, and then you can do oh, yeah, double easy. duty. But that's a guaranteed shout out on our next. Episode. That's a guaranteed shout out, hands down. 
is. But now we got now we got to look for it. <laughs> I look for it. Trust, trust I can't me, never I'm find it. it. I always look <laughs> all over the place. Trust me, I'm on it. So there you go. We're all back. Right. All right, beautiful. We're back. Thanks for your patience, guys. We will see you. Next. Stay scary. Watch a bunch of horror movies. Bye. Guys. Bye.